there was a a whole Instagram profile dedicated to it. <laughs> Just like a whole pe- like all, a whole grid of my belly button. <laughs> I was like, do you want to see it? I actually do. There's nothing weird. There's nothing wrong with your belly button. You know what it is though? It's like it's because it's like a line. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Know Nothing. Our next guest is no stranger to the camera after making it to the finals of her season of Love Island and Celebrity Big Brother. Professional dancer and qualified personal trainer, Gabby Allen trained at the Italia Conti Academy of Theatre Art in London. Gabby is now a fitness entrepreneur and teaches exercise classes and retreats all over London, as well as owning her very own fitness app. So welcome to the studio, Gabby. Obviously, everyone knows you from Love Island originally. Yeah. Um, when I actually thought it was way longer ago than it was, it was only well, it was six years ago now. That's a long time. I feel like I it thought was it was a even lifetime longer. Ago. No, that, um, how long ago was you on it? Two years ago. See, even you feels like a long time ago. Yeah, for me, it feels like maybe a it's because there's ago. been so many series that like I f- everyone just like further in the past because there's always new people. And there was like a point where there was COVID as well. So it makes it even feel like even further away. Was you before COVID? First one after. Right. And then they all started bringing in the winter ones as well, didn't they? So yeah, I can't keep up with all of the episodes and all the series. But um, I feel like now that Love Island is on air at the moment, it would be crazy of me to not ask you what life was like. (laughs) (laughs) What life was like for you when you were leaving the show? Because you made it all the way to the finals. Yeah. Um. It was, I didn't expect to get that far, to be honest. Um, I thought I was going to be on there for a couple of weeks and then somehow I was still there in the final, like what is going on? Um, But so when we came out, to be honest with you, it's a massive blur. Um, We were so busy that there's so many things that I did and I see, you know, when you get memories on your your phone. I'm like, oh my God, I can't even remember doing that because it was so, such a mad time. Um, but I think the main, the hardest thing was, was when he came out and just everybody's so vocal and you don't actually have any feelings anymore or any say in what anyone has to say about you. You know, there's press writing all sorts, commenting on how you look, what you're wearing, you know, if you done well after the show, comparing you to other people as well. Yeah. And I think that is the hardest thing. You really have to like grow a backbone and be strong straight away. Um, but then also we had like, like I got really positive feedback and stuff as well um so it was a mixture of both I think yeah because I like in my opinion you guys were like on it when it was like the peak Mm. when it was still like relatively fresh because now I feel like it has like the interest and it has died off a bit so like for you guys it was like super intense and yeah so when we were in there I'd never watched it so before I was going on I rang my brother I was like I've been cast in this show Love Island watching like little episodes and so my brother was like you're not doing that you're not doing that put the phone down on me he was like <laughs> everybody shags on tv you're not doing that yeah, no brother wants to see that and i was i was like i promise you i wouldn't do that like i'm not a porn star so i'm not going to do that that was literally my words two days later he ran me back and he's like okay you can do it but there's these rules you're not allowed to do this you're not allowed to do this da, da, da. um and when we were in there there was like a turning point i think okay. where one of the um, producer said to us this is blown up like it because no. it was the because it escalated during our season it was yeah. massive all of a sudden um and he literally said to us we were on one of our days off getting our nails done and stuff and he sat us down and he was like just that he's now this is massive so even from from then we were kind of aware that some it was going to be big when we got out 
Well, I don't think anyone was prepared for. Yeah, because I think now that they try and prepare you as much as they can for it to be big, but I don't think it is ever going to be as big as it was. Well, back put it this then. way: as I said, like I, I thought I was going to go on and come out with maybe a few more followers, be able to charge a bit more for PT. Um, you know, nothing. I didn't think anything was really going to change that much. Um, but when we were in there, I think they didn't expect it to be that big either. Whereas okay. people, other people before they go on now, I feel like they know, but I'm going in there. I want to get a million followers when I come out. They know which brands they like, want to work with. Yeah, they, you know, I, I think there's a couple of people that are on the one now and you can already see from their posts that they're already, they were like preying their yeah. Instagram before. Putting the feelers Whereas out Whereas mine there. was an absolute, sh- still a show now because I just can't be asked to go back through and like delete all, loads of stuff. <laughs> but people are just so prepared and it's for feel like they go on for that what was going through your mind when they turn around to you and said look it's blown up massively I, I was just well we went on another day out we went to a beach day and people were taking photos of us and I remember one of the girls Amber Amber Davis she turned around she went Gabby I think she was like I think we're going to be famous or something like that and I was like oh but I never really <laughs> I don't know it's I know I keep saying I don't know but I think in the moment it was just every night I'd go to the toilet that's the only place that isn't the camera and yeah. I'd sit there and I'd brush my teeth on the toilet and I'd have a word with myself this is no lie I'd sit there and I'd be like one more day one more day because it was just a I felt like it was a step by step just take every day as it comes and I feel like that happened for a long time afterwards when I came out until everything settled down um because I don't think anyone can prepare yeah or you know you can't prepare yourself for anything like that do you feel like you got enough support afterwards because of how big it blew up from the show or just from like, from the show, from friends and family? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I definitely got, my friends and family were obviously amazing. Um, I still have all my friends from pre-show, like nothing, nothing's changed in that element of my life, which I'm so grateful for. Like I'm not really, whilst I love doing all the events and doing things like that, I'm not really interested in necessarily having, you know, friendships just because to be in like, get papped and things like that. Yeah. Like there's not really, don't care. Um so definitely had a very secure, stable outside life. And then when it comes to, we definitely, I think I got a few phone calls from them just checking in. But I think maybe because my outside was so strong, yeah. I didn't really rely on that as much. But maybe when people don't really have that close knit, that might be where it goes wrong. Yeah, I guess when you were saying that you were hoping to charge a few more quid for your PT sessions, <laughs> um. Did you ever, like, you didn't go back to being a personal trainer for a long time, right? I, st- I still don't PT anymore um, just because I just can't commit to what I used to do before. So everything, and I, you know what I have to say, I'm so grateful for my time on the show and being given the opportunity because it has enabled me to take what I had and scale it to a point where I don't have to work those 60 hours a week doing bloody star jumps in a classroom <laughs> Um, I can do everything on my own time. Everything's, you know, what I want to do. And so I still do it, but on a very different level. Yeah, because like when I look at your content, it's it looks more like, it's a way of making exercise look fun. Yeah. And I think that's one <laughs> thing that, you know, well, I was saying to you a little bit off camera about when I talk to people that have been dancers or work in the fitness industry, sometimes they fight, they have a little bit of an internal struggle with body image mm. and that fits fitspo can be a little bit toxic mm. did you ever find yourself in like that little bit of a situation where you were constantly like picking at yourself yeah and that hasn't gone away I think um my profession before I went into fitness was 
professional dancing. That's why I moved to London all those years ago, literally like 13 years ago, I'm so old. Um, and when you're, when you're there, I remember one of my ballet teachers, I'd lost a little bit of weight over summer or something and came back and she was like, oh, you look, you look great. You look like you've like trimmed down a bit. And you know, so you, you would be praised for being slimmer. Yeah. Um, so then you don't automatically think that that's the best way to be. And then being amongst all performers that are always trying to look our best anyway, because you always had to go into college stage ready. Um, you would always compare yourself to others too. And I don't think that will ever leave any performer because that's just been instilled in us for years and years, you know, through that. And then it, you do take it over to the fitness industry as well. I think one thing I'm definitely trying to work on now and what I try and push with my like ethos within my community is that it's not, whilst we all train for aesthetics, you know, we, you want to go on holiday and feel great in your bikini yeah. stuff like that. I, as I've got more into weight training, it's more about like actually being strong. Like I love going to the gym and feeling like I, ca I can't help myself. I always want to go a little bit heavier. Just so because it makes personal me, best, yeah, yeah. It makes me feel like powerful. I have to stop myself because I don't actually want to get too big. <laughs> but because there's been times actually someone said to me today, do you, um, do you compete like bodybuilding? And I'm like, because when I was in the gym earlier, I had like proper pump on. Okay. And I'm like, that's a compliment in some ways, but I also don't want to look like, I'm a bodybuilder all the time. So there's always yeah. that level of wanting to be strong as fuck and then also being like wanting to look a certain way. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that as well because <laughs> when I when I Google your name, it's just article after article about like how ripped you look and how shredded you look in your bikinis and stuff. And then the comments, you, we all know should never read certain publications comments. Oh God, right? what did they say? I haven't read them. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, some of them were like, some of them were great. Um, <laughs> some of them not so PG for like sharing in public, okay. but um, there's always like people that make comments about women that go to the gym and yeah. lift and about whether your body is still feminine, if you lift weights and all yeah. that stuff. Like, is that, how do you manage stuff like that? So I haven't actually read the Daily Mail comments for probably a few it's years now. It's never a good thing to do. Because that, I saw, I had a complex about my belly button because people would comment on my belly button. Yeah, I've seen that comment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have the best belly button in the world, but yeah, it's a freaking belly button. I can't do anything about it. I've never noticed it, to be honest. Thank you. Well, I've looked into it, getting it like altered, but it's just like, I have to have it's a tummy pointless. tuck and all that. So oh, no. no. It's fine. I'll deal with the belly button issues. So Who is looking that close? There was, an, there was a, a whole Instagram profile dedicated to it. <laughs> just like a whole, like all, a whole grid of my belly button. <laughs> I was like, do you want to see it? I actually do. There's nothing weird. There's nothing wrong with your belly. You know what it is though? It's like, it's because it's like a line. And so I've had, so if I'd got it done, it would be tucked like this or tucked like this. It looks better like that. But then wouldn't you have scarring if you had to like, just feel belly button? Like... You know what? It's fine. <laughs> We'll notice now on the, on the Instagram process. And like, <laughs> That's, I'm going to look for that Instagram profile of just No, because you're going to bait me out. You'll be like, I see you. I see your pose. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like when there's peop like profiles dedicated to people's feet. Yeah. There's Reddit forums dedicated to people's feet as well. People are so odd. There might be one dedicated to your belly button. I hope so. <laughs> I should be earning cash off it. You know, it's like Maybe I'll start OnlyFans for my belly button. Or like, you know, like feet finder for people's yeah. feet. Belly button finder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So weird. Gab's new business idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people comment on my stuff saying, you know, 
you're too masculine now, like you're way too hench, things like that. And sometimes it depends what day it is. Some days I'm like, oh God, like, you know, maybe I am like da da da. But then also I try and reframe it and I'm like, okay, my job is to sell fitness. My job is to train people to get stronger and to build the physique that they want. So if I can show that I'm doing that actively, then that's actually a win for me. Some people might not like it because it's too masculine for what they prefer in a woman. But actually it shows that I know how to do my job. Yeah, because there's sometimes when you speak to like, I'm assuming you train mostly female clients and when you do retreats only female so like (laughs) one of the things that you always see hear from women when they want to go to the weight section they're like oh I don't want to look masculine or I don't want to do this and like how do you like what do you say to your clients and stuff when they talk to you about that um there is there's loads of myths and stigmas you know if you lift heavy then you're gonna all of a sudden be Popeye and all these I wish it was that easy I know so do I (laughs) mate we'd all be freaking Popeye if that was the case um there are, there's things that you can do in order to avoid bulking up. Obviously, um, there's different training methods. It, you know, for example, I'm saying I go to the gym and I have to refrain um, from doing heavy weights, but then I just love it. But obviously, if you don't want to build too much muscle mass, you need to work with a lighter weight, but for more reps, that's basically it. Um, I have different tempos and things like that. So that is, I, I just have to explain that, but maybe in a longer version and kind of show how different training styles will equal different results in the end um you know people always want a bigger bum but they don't want to build legs and there's ways of doing that but I also say like it's good to be strong it doesn't matter you know if you're going to build elsewhere but yeah that's pretty much it I guess it's like trying to manage like how toxic the like how toxic the fitness industry can be and like trying to convince people that it is enjoyable. Like you sh- I always think fitness should be enjoyable. Yeah. And you should only really do things that you enjoy because otherwise you would never stick to a fitness plan 100%. or a diet. And like people ask me all the time, like, how do I stick to certain things? And it's like, well, I only do things that I like doing. 100%. That's half the battle. And is that why you started doing your fitness retreats as like a way to... Yeah. So that is... Li- you've literally just hit the nail on the head. A lot of... So I during lockdown I started doing these shape up groups and it's basically just online classes and I'm still doing them now I've just finished my last one a couple of weeks ago and I've still got people that were with me from the first one because they enjoy doing that style of training and that makes them come back every time so you know and then some people do the classes and they're like you're crazy I'm not doing that again and then they I don't see them again but but then they'll go and do a different style of CrossFit or they'll do you know just purely weightlifting and that suits them so I think it is that is half the battle is just finding something that you want to do and can keep going back to because then it's easier to you know when you it's the discipline thing you might not want to do it, but you know when you get there you're going to enjoy it um and yeah as I said, the classes have, have been going on for so long. That's what I came from, being a dancer. That's why I actually started doing ta- dance cardio was the first thing I started teaching. Oh, yeah, amazing. Um, and people love that because it's just a lot of fun. Like, it doesn't matter if you've got two left feet. You just, as long as you're dancing around, you know, having fun and burning a bit of calories. Um, and then I went on to teaching fitness classes. And then that's kind of where, I think maybe it's the performing element of it. Yeah. Because I don't do a kind of, once I went into fitness, I didn't do the um, performance side of things anymore just because I couldn't do both. And I re- found training and teaching a lot more rewarding for me. 
um, rather than going to auditions and getting rejected. You know, what's better, being rejected or like helping someone? It's not good for your self-esteem in <laughs> yeah. the long term, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, the so doing class-based stuff is like my absolute forte and I'm, to blow my own trumpet, I'm really good at it. Um, so the weight, the weight training side of things, whilst it's not that it's new to me, but it's something that I've introduced newly on my app, but the class stuff is what I'm known for. Um, and then that's where the retreats come in because when I'm doing everything online or everything through my app, it's nothing's face to face. Um, whilst everyone can see me because I'm, you know, being a crazy person in front of the camera, I can't actually see what they're doing. And so it removes that intimacy from it. Um, and as I said earlier, I can't commit to a schedule of fitness classes every week anymore. So the be- next best thing is doing either one-off events like my Shape Up Lives that I do or doing like a whole week where we all, my community can come together for a retreat. So I started doing them. I'd just done one recently in May and I've got one coming up in September. And I think that is like, even though it's not, they're not until it's like a massive global thing. They're not huge earners, yeah. but it's more just about bringing everybody together and actually me getting to spend time with people and teach in person. How important was it for you to be able to build a community out of your interest and like love for fitness? I didn't realize that the community element of Shape Up was going to be so strong, to be honest. Obviously, lockdown helped that hugely because nobody had anything else to do other than either sit at home and drink wine or work out. Yeah. <laughs> Bake <laughs> banana both. bread. People yeah, <laughs> were using bo- wine bottles as bi- for bicep curls and stuff like that. Um, so people were very active on the community and it just kind of evolved and came kept going from there to be honest um and that's where I realized that that is it's having people that are doing the same thing as you regardless of where you are in your journey is so helpful I believe even for myself like me doing the classes on these challenges that I do gives me accountability and structure to what I'm doing each week so it also if it's doing that for me it's also doing that for everybody else that's doing it at the same time and then coming together we can discuss how disgusting the workout was we, you know people now go on holiday together they've been best mates for f- four years because they met in covid and shape up groups but literally <laughs> they're like best mates it's crazy um there's like a group there's a group of them and they are literally like a whole friendship group now I, I, I think I really like that. And I think that's one thing that helps motivate people to want to go and exercise. Because if it's like a friendship element and you're, not, you're doing it as a big group of people and like, you know that you're going to have fun when you're there. Yeah. You are more likely to, to participate and want to do it. And with the retreats, for example, some people come on their own. Some people come together. With the last one, there was a couple of friends and then there was other just single persons that came. But because I think it's so apparent how strong our community is, even though people are coming on their own, they they know that they're gonna what they're gonna be welcomed into, um, and I love that because they know that straight away when they get there they're gonna have new friends. I always get asked, well, I I always say to people, I'm not qualified enough to give any form of fitness advice. I literally <laughs> just go in and just mess around. But like, I always get asked by people, how do you start? Like when you walk into a gym and you get gym anxiety for the first time, like how do you start? Like how do you know what to do? I think the thing is with gym anxiety is that. I still get it. When I'm going to a new gym, it's the fear of, especially as a female, I think. Yeah. When you go in and, because men can be weirdos and ask you to, you know, come over and offer you help. And I'm like, no, if I wanted your help, if I want help, I will go over to someone and say, that bar's too high for me. Can you get it off for me, please? But unless I do that, don't just assume I want your help. Um, But I'm sure every female has dealt with that. So that is why, 
when you go in as a newbie, it's quite daunting. And also if you don't know what you're doing, that's why it's best to have someone like me or another online trainer or someone that you can follow. So you can kind of be like, right, okay, I don't know, I don't know how to do this machine. So let me just look. So you can kind of guide yourself. Yeah. Um, I think that is half the battle. And also just starting with a structured program. Cause as you just said, you go in and you just like mess about and fling things around. Yeah. A lot of people do do that, but then it comes back to um, accountability and discipline and things. If you have something that you're referring to week by week, you know exactly when you go in, that is, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. That is your plan for the day. And it's just tunnel vision. You get in, you do your work and you get out. And I think that's the best way of starting off as anything. Or start at home, do the same thing, but get yourself some dumbbells. Start at home, build your confidence up, get a little bit stronger. And then once you feel like you've got it in you, go to the gym. I get gym anxiety when I go to a new gym because I'm always conscious that I don't know how a machine works. And we'll I'm the idiot that's like pushing all these buttons. <laughs> You're straddling like, something that's like so, so wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to end up that meme on Instagram. You know, when you see like people hanging off like bits of equipment, yeah. and that will be me. But also like when I, when you were talking about how sometimes in the gym men can do weird things. I remember sitting in the gym the other day and I think there was a calf raising machine and a guy was literally squatting it because he'd maxed the weight on the machine, but he was doing the exercise completely wrong. Oh, you should have gone, excuse me, do you want some help? <laughs> do you want some help with that? And I think like when they ask you if you want help with that, but you know, you've just watched them do an entire workout completely wrong. <laughs> I don't say anything, but if it was the other way around, they yeah, would say something. Absolutely. Just take no notice of them doing yeah, their stuff. Yeah, I think stuff. everyone, you ju- I think, you know what? A lot of the time, it's not all men or all women. No. Like there are people that you think that they're looking at you, and maybe they are. Maybe they're being judgy like us, like he's doing that wrong. But actually, a lot of the time, they're not. They're just thinking about what they're doing. And you know, I I'm always looking around the gym, but it's not because I'm like looking to point out someone's technique. It's looking around because I'm like, I'm dying here. Yeah, you know, I'm just like <laughs> trying to catch my breath. It might look like I'm looking at you, but actually, probably haven't got my contacts in, and I'm not actually looking at you at all. <laughs> Um, so I think you just have to go in, as I say, tunnel vision. Don't think about what anyone is thinking. Wear something that you feel co- confident in, yeah. whether that's a trackie or whether that's, you know, shorts, whatever it is, and just get it done and get out. Yeah. My brother did tell me that I have the nastiest looking face when I'm exercising. <laughs> he says that I look like the most unapproachable bitch you've ever seen in your life. So if that's anyone ever though. sees me, yeah, it is in some <laughs> aspect, but I don't want people to think I'm a mean person. I literally, that is just the face that I make, but it's again, like doing something that you feel comfortable with. And also everyone started somewhere at some point exactly. in exactly. your journey. And if you think people are looking at you because you think you're a little bit overweight or you think you're really skinny, like at one point, any even the biggest man in the gym started off exactly in either position the other day i, I was my face needs to be more unapproachable i was walking i was walking from the gym actually and this guy had ran down into the tube so and i was like oh my god i've dropped something or something he was like hi i think you look very nice as you walk walking past me um can i have your number i was like whoa no no i was gonna ask you what's your like weirdest gym like exchange um well, that wasn't even in the gym that was in the tube i was like mate no. That, the fact that he followed you from Little wherever creep. you were, that and was you know, The worst thing was, I went, I'm actually going home to my boyfriend now. Because I thought, this is so like, normally I'd be like nicer. But I was like, I'm, go- I'm actually going home to my boyfriend now. And he was like, all right, how long have you been with your boyfriend for? As if I'm going to be like, oh, you know what? Two weeks. So yeah, gives, gives you number. <laughs> so they're like, what? He doesn't let you have male friends? Like, oh yeah. Mate. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Don't want to meet that's going to run down in the tube station like a weirdo. Um, worst gym... 
I don't know. There's been there's been a few. I can't really pinpoint any. To be honest, I used to go to this gym. I don't go there anymore. And I loved it because it's proper bodybuilder gym. There was all mad machines and there's a lot of testosterone in there. Everyone's massive. So I love going in there, but I would only ever go wearing a tracksuit and a hat. Because, nice. <laughs> yeah, literally. Tracksuit and a hat. And I, <laughs> my friend actually was FaceTiming once and I was like, I'm in the gym. And she was like, what are you wearing? And I'm like, I cannot come to this gym without wearing this because there will be a man that comes here. And this is not me being like, I'm so fit. Yeah. It's just because you could literally look like an absolute foot, but a man would come over and speak, speak to you anyway, regardless. If you've got <laughs> leggings on, you're getting spoken to. Just don't wear the scrunchy bum ones because then you're fucked. Oh, well, the worst, uh, my brother came up to me in the gym the other day and was like, put a jumper on now. And I was, I literally was like about to turn around and be like, who's just said that? So it was my brother. Yeah. He didn't find what I was wearing appropriate. Sorry. No, <laughs> but my brother's the same. Is, is he older? No, he's younger than me. So is mine. No, is he? It's a very protective thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I love an exercise class. I'm addicted to exercise classes. Yeah, but there's also a level of competition in exercise classes. There is, yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, I don't know you if it was just me. You can't stop the person next to you still going burping. No, it's when I go to Barry's and there's a, like a really like six foot two man next to me and I'm looking <laughs> at his treadmill going, I can run faster than that. I can't, but I'd like to give you it try. a go. Yeah. <laughs> So, absolutely yeah i think i like to do stuff like that but then like, everybody has their thing they enjoy You're right brave. i don't understand this whole thing with barriers it's because i can't run i can run but it hurts my knees i I'm love it i'm addicted to uh, it yeah that's i don't good. know why i don't know why i love doing it but i just do everyone here thinks i'm crazy i've got friends that are also addicted to it though and they've tried to get me to go and i just no i think i love the really camp like instructors, instructors. and the really cheesy american vibe to yeah. it the first time i did it i was like what is this? <laughs> like, why would I do? And I thought I was going to die. Oh yeah. I've, I've thought that as well when I've done it once or twice before. That's why I don't go back. Oh, see, I love it. And I love like spin classes. I love thought spin. I'd hate it though. I was that person that did get stuck on the bike and couldn't get off, you know, like the shoes and like yeah. at the end they yeah. make you stretch and they're like, you're supposed to clip out. And I was like, I can't. So I was yeah. stuck on you the bike. You twist your heel at the back. Yeah. For future reference. It took me a long time to figure that out. So <laughs> I was like, left and you're still sat there. <laughs> I had to take my shoes off and hope that nobody would notice I've left them attached to the pedals <laughs> on the bike. <laughs> she melted. Literally. So everyone, so if you think you've done something embarrassing at the gym, I guarantee I've probably done worse. Yeah. And the first time I took my brother to the gym, he threw up in the bin. So, you know, Perfect. there's nothing more embarrassing than that <laughs> as a grown person. Um, obviously I'm really interested that you teach like retreats face-to-face -face, and you have a fitness app and I, I mentioned to you that I had Jessie Winter on the yeah. podcast before and she's a personal trainer and she said that she loves having fitness as a face-to-face -face element and as somebody who does things in two different directions I'm really interested to hear your take on how whether you prefer things face-to-face -face or whether you think that app's better like how do you think what what works I think the good things about the good thing about having an app and being able to do it in your own in your own time is because it gives you the freedom to, as I said, do it in your own time. Um, and also it's a lot more cost efficient for a lot of people. But as a PT face to face, obviously that you might see better results because you've got someone telling you how to do your form. You've got someone pushing you. I think that is the main thing between, let's say, virtual to in person is that I noticed on my retreat. People that have been with me for a long time, I'm going, why aren't you doing the, all of the reps that I'm asking you to do? They're like, I'm dying. I'm like, but we do this on, in my classes. So does that mean that when we're doing the classes <laughs> online, you're not actually doing all oh, of it? Cool, red-handed. Like, well, we can pause you. 
I'm like, it's not about pausing me. It's about going for the whole 40 seconds, for God's sake. Um, so I think there's, you know, there's, there's pros and cons to both. Online, you can pause people. Um, or, you know, you can go at your own pace and do your own thing. Whereas in person, there's just that level of, bit of an extra kick up the arse I think I don't think I would admit to pausing you I think I'd be like well I'm on my period today so I'm just a little bit like less fit don't care, get harder. <laughs> I would never admit I would be like too proud to admit that I pause people yeah they um so I think I definitely prefer in person but I you know I've built everything through online um so I think there's pros and cons to both to be honest do you think you'd ever go back to doing like dance and performing I miss dancing so much I was that was my thing. I was a, I was a dancer more than anything else. Um, and, you know, every time I watch, you know, these shows that are on the TV and there's always, you know, back and dance and stuff, I'm like, oh, I'd love to get back into it. But I just don't, I honestly don't have the time to do it. And I think it's something that I always think about. I'm going to prioritize that. And there's going to be a hobby that I'm going to do. But it's also, I have the fear of going to class and people being like, Gabby from Love Island she's a dancer and then I'm absolutely shit and then they judge the f out of me I always ask like my guests a very similar final question um about whether what would they say to people that well I'm going to ask you a slightly different one how what would you say to people that doubt your success in the fitness industry based on your appearance and based on well just being a woman in general I thought you were going to say Due to being on Love Island. <laughs> I mean, that too. Because you probably get stick like, you know, just you always get the stick. Like, oh, I gosh. think, okay, so a few things. I think because I did what I do now, because I did fitness before I went on yeah. Love Island, it definitely gave me some weight and some authenticity Yeah, when I came out. Because when I was in there, apparently it was like hash, um, hashtag Gab's abs was like trending or something like that. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, do you remember? And I, I've never watched it back, so I don't even know how good they looked, but that's great. So at least people knew before um, because, you know, a lot of people could do come out and try in all different sorts of avenues and see what works for them. Um, so I'm so glad that I had that before because when I came out, it was what I fell back into, what I wanted to do, where I'm passionate and, you know, it's worked for me. So that's that. Um, I think I think that we live in a time now where luckily enough women in the fitness industry are just getting bigger and better at all times and you see it all over social media all the time you know um as we touched on earlier people saying women are looking too masculine women are looking to this but that is like a common denominator now on socials um and I love that and my whole explore page is women working out just for like inspo and also you know to give me ideas and stuff there's that sound that sort of went viral on instagram there isn't there and it's like the way women are working out now has changed like we've given up diet pills and loads of like cardio and yoga to mm. maintain a skinny body and they want people want like you say and you want to be strong i actually saw the other day that apparently covid did really good for the fitness industry and for oh, really? young people um being like, you know, having more pressure on them to not pressure, but being more inclined to want to stay fit and healthy because of COVID, which I think is, if there's one good thing to come out of it, yeah. that's a good thing because as I said, we either drank wine or worked out. And I think 
that's stayed with people moving forward. Yeah, and has. that's why there's all, gyms popping up all the time. That's why every other person is a personal trainer, you know? And I think that's a good positive to come out of it, to be honest. I was in the pocket of people like I made jam and did burpees in my flat. So I'm sorry <laughs> if you lived underneath me during COVID because <laughs> that was probably me bashing around up there. But yeah, no, for me, it definitely, definitely stuck. And I love looking at your fitness content because it's nice to see fitness content that's like achievable even though you work really hard and like that feels real and that people can like learn to love and enjoy yeah parts of their body as well I think that is that is what I try and do on my socials I think I live a very balanced life I still go to parties go to festivals like eat you know I went to shish last night and ate so much food um it's not about or just being like super skinny or anything like that. I literally, on my page, it's about a balance of everything. You can still train and want to look good, but then still have a nice life as well and yeah. be happy because I think I've been through ups and downs in my fitness journey. And right now I'm quite happy with where I'm at. So that's why I'm trying to, you know, encourage people to live the same life as me. <laughs> To be fair, do I, what I do and you'll I, be fine. Regardless of whether people comment on your belly button or not, I would love to have Gab's abs. So, you know, <laughs> so I mean, I'm, I might have to join one of your classes yeah, when you it. start doing them. 100%. I have two left feet, so it's probably a good thing that nobody will be able to see me do it. <laughs> but I'm down to do it. Yeah, definitely. You have to come to um, a Shape Up Live. I'll invite yeah. you next time. Yeah, definitely. They yeah. look like fun, so I'm down. Amazing. But thank you for coming. Thanks for having me.